Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about how much house can I afford. Um, This is a process that I'm going through right now as I'm looking at a lot of different properties and talking to mortgage uh, brokers and banks and just trying to figure out, you know, what's a good price and what fits into my budget. Um, and it's the, my first impression, it's, it's kind of scary that no one, you know, no one, I would say like, you know, there's no guidance for this process. You know, it's, it's, it's a huge transaction, definitely going to be the biggest one I make anytime soon. Um, and so it's just shocking. He's going on his gut and he's wrong. (laughs) I'm in the process of convincing him to not buy a property that he really wants to buy. (laughs) By the time you hear this, it might be too late. (laughs) But I think the question is how much house can you afford? A lot of banks out there will approve you for a mortgage that is much, much bigger than you should be spending. So I remember when I was looking for my first property uh, that I put 5% down on, I think I was approved for like a $650,000 mortgage. And it would have been incredibly fiscally irresponsible to buy anything close to that, Um, and I definitely didn't spend that amount of money. And a lot of cases, people get into trouble because they get approved for a very large loan, and they're like, "Oh wow, I can afford a million dollar house with my, you know, sixty thousand dollar a year job. I'm going to go buy a million dollar house." And they think that just because the bank approved them means that they can pay it, and that's completely wrong. Try to get a deal. Take it with a grain of salt. Decide for yourself how much of a house you can afford by doing things like doing an estimated payment calculator. Yeah, the uh, the big one. The big one I've always uh, liked, and now Grant's gonna hate me even more. But the one I looked at is uh, like two to three times your household annual uh, income after tax. Um, So go ahead, take a minute, do that calculation. Uh, Yeah, so so basically buy a home within that range, two to three times after-tax income for the household. Um, And and again, kind of to Grant's point just a minute ago, but looking at your budget, sort of just seeing, you know, if I have $300,000 in student loans versus zero, you know, obviously that's going to play a factor. So, But, you know, just be cautious because, again, the bank will, you know, I think – um, some credit uh, lending has kind of gone up, and um, you know, again, people yeah, it's are- super easy. It's getting easier to get money in a lot of cases, and what I'm consulting Matt here, I think he's being a little emotional, maybe in his housing emotional, decision, apparently. and he needs to step away, take a deep <laughs> breath. So, for all of you listening to this, send at Distilled Dollar a tweet telling him <laughs> to step away, take a deep breath. He needs all of your support that he can get through this process. <laughs> but the big takeaway here is just because you get approved for a lot of money um, still look for the deal it doesn't mean that's how much money you should or have to spend Um, do something you can afford in a lot of cases uh, you know your monthly payment even when you estimate it it's still going to be more expensive if you live in a condo your HOA or housing fees tend to go up every year if you live in a city your taxes are going to go up every year so you know your $2,500 monthly payment in a couple of years can get to three thousand dollars pretty quick so be careful and try to buy um, a cheaper house with um, a monthly payment as I always say that first payment shouldn't hurt Uh, that's a good way to realize that you found a property that you can't afford yeah and don't be um, and don't buy you know don't buy too uh, even if you do buy a property that's uh, well within the range you know don't buy it with uh, you know no no cash on hand because you know if that fridge breaks or whatever you know now you're on the line and um, you know 
it's just good to, you know, sleep well at night knowing you got, you know, enough in the reserves uh, as a housing fund. It's also a good idea to realize that you got a good deal and that your house is going to appreciate, which is not the case yes, that's with this the, property that Matt's looking at. So. Not exactly the topic of the <laughs> uh, podcast. But no, it's true, though. I mean, within the calculation of how much house you can afford... To Grant's point, yes, look at all the numbers in terms of appreciation value, you know, should you, w- will you rent it, could it rent, you know, all those different things. And factors, the key takeaway here is be prepared to walk away if it's not the right fit. So yeah. From your mortgage, which was subtly for my property. Thank you, Grant. Hope this was helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag MillennialMoney on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.